Welcome to the COVID What Comes Next podcast with Dr. Ashish Jha, Dean of the Brown University School of Public Health and a globally respected pandemic scientist and physician. Every week here, Dr. Jha will analyze events of the previous several days and offer his assessment and guidance for what lies ahead. I'm your host, G. Wayne Miller of the Providence Journal and the USA Today Network. So good afternoon, Ashish. How are you? Hi, Wayne. I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. I did. Uh, Thanksgiving itself was terrific. But of course, the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend got taken up by this new variant that's out there. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to hear you break down for us today. So give us what you know so far. And and if you can, any sort of, you know, prognosis or forecast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, Wayne, every, and we, and I've talked about this over time, every month, two months, you hear about a new variant and you sort of think, ah, is it going to be important? And most of the times I shrug my shoulders and move on. This one is different. And I want to give people a framework for how to think about new variants. So if you hear about a new variant and it may sound scary or bad, or people say, oh, it's really dangerous. You need to ask yourself three questions, The first question is, well, because when you say it's more dangerous, what does that mean? So the three questions are, is it more transmissible? Does it spread more easily than the previous variant, than Delta? Second, if you get infected, are you more likely to get sick? Is this a more, because it caused more severe disease? And then the third is, what about our immunity from vaccines? Are they holding up or does this variant kind of break through vaccines and to what degree? Those are the three questions. And those are the three questions for Omicron. So let's talk about each of them very quickly. And I can go get into more details if you want. Uh, on the issue of transmissibility, does it spread more easily? We don't know. There's some data out of South Africa that suggests that it might be spreading very quickly in South Africa. Just because it does that does not mean it's going to spread more easily here. But the short answer is we don't know. But it, there's worrisome signs. That's one part of what got people concerned. The second issue of does it cause more severe disease? We have no idea. You may have heard stories of somebody has mild disease. No, it doesn't. Look, individual cases, anecdotes don't tell you the story. We got to look at a lot more data. We don't know if it causes milder disease or more severe disease. Obviously, we all hope it causes more mild disease, but we don't know. Here's the big one. The big issue is a vaccine evasiveness. Does it break through our vaccines? And we don't have the data, but here's what concerns so many of us. The mutations we see with Omicron are in parts of the virus where our vaccine usually works, the parts of the spike protein where our vaccines work. That's where we're seeing the mutations. And that's what's concerning many of us. So we, we will get more data in the next week to 10 days. We don't have to wait months. We will know certainly in days, maybe if not weeks. Uh, but. The concern here is vaccine evasiveness and transmissibility. Those are where we're seeing some early signals that are concerning a lot of us. So we don't have answers on on all the answers or many of the answers on those. But having said that, is it not better to be vaccinated than to be unvaccinated? Oh, my goodness. Like not even a close call. And here's how to why that's important. Um, Okay, so let's say our vaccines work a little less well. 
Is there any chance that the vaccine effectiveness goes to zero, meaning vaccines stop working completely against Omicron? No. There's essentially no chance uh, in my mind that vaccines will stop working altogether. They will take a hit. So if you've been vaccinated, you'll still have some degree of protection. And, and, and then most of us believe, understanding how boosters work, that if you are fully boosted, you actually will probably have a pretty high degree of protection against Omicron, no matter how much vaccine evasiveness there is, because even if it evades vaccines, traditional two doses, boosters give you such a high level of antibodies that I think you're going to see a pretty high degree of protection with boosters. Um, we don't know how much, but in my mind, your chances of getting through this virus and getting through this variant and dealing with the variant, if you're vaccinated, way better than if you're not vaccinated. Masking also remains as important as it was before, as it is now. Maybe you can talk about that. And then also ventilation and, yeah. and testing. You know, it's a variant. It's not a different virus. It's not the magic virus. It doesn't act differently. Um, it's still the same virus. It's a SARS-CoV-2 virus. And that means uh, that all the things we know about it, it's airborne. Uh, masking helps. A good ventilation makes a big difference. Being outside is much safer than being inside. Everything you, we've been talking about for the last year and a half, all of it still holds. It's not a different virus. It just has certain different properties around transmission, maybe, and around vaccine evasiveness, maybe, and we'll learn more, that makes it more a more dangerous version, same virus. So if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. And if you're vaccinated and have not had your booster but are eligible, get your booster. Is that really how we summarize that? Yeah. In the short run, that's that's right. And, you know, obviously, if you're not vaccinated, you've been hearing for, for 18, not 18 months, because we haven't had vaccines that long, but for the last nine months, you should get vaccinated. Look, the, what happens with these highly contagious variants is they will spread throughout all of the entire community. Every single one of us is, if it ends up being as contagious as we think, every single one of us will encounter the Omicron variant up close and personal. And the question you want to ask yourself is, do you want an immune system trained and ready to go and to manage it? Or do you want an immune system that's naive to the virus and is going to have to try to figure out how to deal with it for the first time? I, I can't imagine being unvaccinated at this moment and having to deal with this variant. It's going to, I think, cause real problems. I would not want to do it. And on the I, booster, by the way, yes, absolutely. Everybody six months out from their second shot should get a booster. I recall from our conversations back in the spring, mid to late spring, when Delta first began to emerge. And it wasn't here in the U.S., but eventually it got here. And I, I almost verbatim, I think you said the same thing, which is eventually we'll encounter this up close and personal. And you mean yeah. regardless of where you live in the U.S., correct? Yeah. And certainly I would say a, a large chunk of the people who live in the, in the South encountered Delta over the summer. Uh, people who were vaccinated largely escaped without getting infected, or if they got infected, didn't get serious disease. And then we saw tens of thousands of Americans die. That is now happening in the in the north, a part of the country, northern half of the country here in New England. We're seeing cases going way up, certainly across the Midwest, Great Plains, uh, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, high number of cases. All of us will end up encountering Delta because it's so contagious. And if Omicron is as contagious or more contagious than Delta, we'll end up encountering that variant as well. And so finally, I think on this topic, when you say get vaccinated, if you're not, we're talking 
children as young as five and on up. Yeah, everyone, this, everyone, everyone who's eligible at this point, which is a great percentage of the population. Yeah. And look, this is not just idle advice, right? Like I have a nine-year-old who's gotten one shot. He's, he's not, you know, we just got it a week and a half ago. So you'll get his second shot soon. I've got two daughters who are teenagers, both of whom are vaccinated. Uh, the 16-year-old is probably going to be eligible for a booster soon because uh, Pfizer's applied for a booster eligibility for people who are 16 and 17. She's going to get a booster the first day she's eligible. Uh, my wife and I are both boosted. My parents are boosted. Everybody I know, uh, this is essential. And this is not just esoteric advice, academic advice. This is how I and everybody I know is living their lives. One more question about unvaccinated how does the virus spread more easily amongst unvaccinated people? Does something happen when the when they become sick to that virus? I mean, I'm, no, I'm sort of not really understanding that piece. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me walk you through it. So imagine a unvaccinated person encounters the virus. They breathe in the virus. It gets into their nose, into their throat. It starts replicating, and then it makes its way into the lungs. It starts replicating further. And after a couple of days of replication, three, four days, they start feeling sick and they've got a high viral load. They're spreading it. And obviously then they have symptoms and they can continue spreading it. And your body day three, day four starts mounting an immune response. It shows up. It has never seen this virus before. It takes a few days for the antibodies to start getting produced and it will take. And so you're contagious for five to seven days. That's how long your body takes to really mount an effective immune response. And sometimes it mounts too aggressive of one, and then you get into serious trouble and you can end up having over-responsive over immune system that can kill you. Sometimes you don't get enough of an immune response and the virus overwhelms you and that can kill you. There's a bunch of ways in which things can go wrong, but you're contagious for five to seven days. Take that same story for a vaccinated person. They encounter the virus. Now, 80, 90% of the times, the virus will never really be able to settle in. It'll get into your throat, get into your lungs uh, or your nose and the throat, maybe into your lungs, and your immune system immediately clears it. But even if you don't, imagine you get a lot of virus, it starts settling in and builds an infection. You might get a fever, a little cough, but your immune system does not take, need to take five days, three days, five days. It's primed because it's been vaccinated. And within about couple of days, your B cells are cranking out the antibodies. Your T cells are there ready. They're like, we've seen this guy before and they clear the infection. This is why you don't go on to have severe illness, but here's the other part. You're only contagious for about two, three days, maybe even two days, as opposed to if you're unvaccinated where you're contagious for five to seven days and how contagious you are is probably less because your immune system is clearing it. So yes, vaccinated people can still spread, but boy, it's so much less spread. They're less likely to get infected. And if they get infected, they're contagious for much less time. And talking again about unvaccinated people, the more unvaccinated people there are, the more potential hosts there are for this virus. And with the more potential hosts, the greater the chances that there will be mutations. Is that also correct? That is correct. I mean, look, the virus mutates every time it replicates. And so if you have mostly unvaccinated people, you can get a lot of replication and you're going to increase your chances of mutation. Uh, 
I already told you that while vaccinated people, most of the times they won't even get infected. So you're not going to be able to, they're not going to, the virus is not going to be, be multiplying. But even if you get infected, you'll be there for so much shorter period of time that you're not going to give the virus as much chance uh, to mutate. So no question about it in my mind that the, the that there's a lot more replication happening among unvaccinated people and replication is the heart of mutations that lead us into trouble. Thank you.